So, Chad, you brought up children. Uh huh. Um, can we just what can allies do to help friends and children that want to do or that are trans? So, I think a lot of it just comes down to being educated on trans people and how trans people work and getting past a lot of the misconceptions that come along with us. Um, children, for example, so I have an eight-year-old son, right? And okay. there's this debate on whether children are mature enough to be able to select their own gender. Uh, but the science shows that children began to form their own personal identities around two to three years old. So in two to three years old, um, children generally know the basics about themselves. So when I, when my son was three, um, my, three my, my son's all boy. He's a little boy. He's gross and he likes to fight and get into stuff and <laughs> all that. Um, but when he was three, like I bought him Splatoon 2 or something. And like, obviously you have an option to pick if you want to be a boy or a girl. And I was like, so do you want to be a boy or a girl? And he's like, I'm a boy. He's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, children have the capacity to know enough about themselves to know if um, they're being pushed into something, if they're like, Sorry to cut you no, off. Like sports, for example, a child knows they don't want to be doing some bullshit and they know when they want to do some stuff. Yeah, yeah that's true. Children, children definitely know. So don't discount them. Don't insult their intelligence. We all know that kids will figure you out. They'll push your buttons. They are kids are smart and you can't have it both ways. You can't say that kids will figure you out and push your buttons and test boundaries but also that they're not smart enough to know these basic things about themselves. So for me, and on a personal, and I usually don't do uh, personal opinions in these mm -hmm. type of conversations because I don't want myself to be a part of it. I want the information to be a part of it. But I know I'll, I'll probably speak for a few people on this. I, I understand what you're saying about children being able to know who they are. I'm fine with that, but should they be allowed to change their body? Okay. Age? Like maybe 13, 14, but anything before that is, should they be allowed to change their bodies? Okay, so let's talk about that too. So that's another misconception because to, for children, transitioning isn't changing their, their bodies. It's just letting them live the way they want to live. If you have, a child that was born male and that child likes My Little Pony and wants to wear dresses, let them do that. That's not harming anyone, that's fine. Um, and it's not a process where children can just, a parent can just be like, okay, and go and get sexual reassignment surgery for their child. Children have to go through years and years of therapy. Adults too have to go through one to two years of therapy, depending on your state, yeah. get it signed off by your therapist that you are mentally stable enough to go through that surgery. So for children, they're often in therapy well up until their teens, and then they have to have parental consent. They have to have lived for a certain amount of time as the gender that they are presenting as. It's not 
a simple process. It's literally years and years in the making for a child. And even then, most of the time, children don't begin to take hormones or change themselves physically up until 15, 16, 17, because there are uh, health risks and factors in starting hormone therapy and obviously in surgery. So it, there's not really, people think that children are going out and getting surgery at five because they, they feel they're trans. That's not, that's not the case. It's just giving them time to confirm how they feel about their own identity and let them live the way that they want to live. Transitioning physically doesn't happen until much later in life. Yeah, there's also the prospect of they're curious and they're just trying something out as well. Yeah, just give them time for sure. I think you guys just pulled a huge veil off a major argument that's been going on for like, I don't know, the past five or six years. Um, yeah, it just goes back to like knowing how trans people operate, even for adults, for us to get our hormone cocktails. It's a process you have, especially depending on the state you're in. Or even like with insurance, because in some like some cases insurance companies will lie to you because they don't want to pay for shit for sure like I, even with me regular medical bills like in regular like surgeries and shit yeah i've definitely had my insurance companies in the past say they'll cover it and cover it for a time and then just decide they don't want to cover it anymore and then i'll have to go and pay i remember paying 350 dollars a month for my medications out of pocket that's a car note wow that's an expensive car note. Are there any, I don't know if there are any, um, if there are any organizations that tackle that issue. There if, are there? There are different tricks. <laughs> yeah, there are different tricks, but like there are also resources. I given you some like specifically in Georgia, there's like a compilation of resources. Um, that are compiled that show like trans-friendly doctors, trans-friendly therapists, uh, trans-friendly like stores and such, as well as like trans-friendly like worship services for like different denominations and whatnot. Um, as well as with those certain like trans-friendly therapists and doctors, they, will help because there's a lot of information that gets passed along like that happened to me where I was trying to start transitioning like last year around September because September is my birth month right mm -hmm. so essentially I got the runaround from people because I didn't know the right resources or didn't talk to the right people my insurance company was giving me the runaround like doctors were giving me the runaround until like one of my friends, he's a trans man. He gave, he like put me up on game to like a specific like therapist that he went to um, named Mick Ray Ray and whatnot. Shout out. He's a really <laughs> great dude. Um, and it just so happened that a clinic that helps transgender people as far as like medication goes just so happen to be across the street it was just oh, okay and then instead of like the months 
it took the search because I didn't start transitioning until January. That's how long I was getting the runaround. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and I was wasting money. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> this is, and and we're grown ass women. So imagine trying to get these services for a child. Fam, I couldn't even. I don't. I don't think it would happen. Yeah. So. So essentially, like. That all, basically, when I was pointed to those right, like, resources, those right people from my friend, it went from, it, all that runaround was, like, gone. Like, it was, it took, like, a week for everything. And that was mm. amazing. Like, for instance, um, my situation's different because I've been... Like, I knew of my trans identity for ages. Like, ever since I was a kid myself, it's just being a Black person, <laughs> it's just difficult for the most part. Yeah, that's real. Because, <laughs> you know, a lot of homophobia, transphobia, and stuff in the community. So that's one of the main reasons for hiding my existence. Um, but not having proper resources or understanding of things. So more or less what has like all of that went away with just someone who's been like through it, just told me what to do, where to go. And it, like I said, it took about a week. I went and saw, uh, Mike or my therapist and we had a session we talked it out and it was like well I've been like this for a while I've actually already been wearing and existing this way I just want my hormones because I don't plan on getting the surgery in quotations that's not like I've grown bond of my dick I never saw it <laughs> as a male organ I just saw it as my organ. <laughs> okay, I can I can understand that. Yeah, and so like yeah, had that talk, went to the doctor, and they were able to get me my prescription in like a few days, actually. So basically, you're saying for the year, it was like I've already done that <laughs> and talked to people. I've been doing this for several years. So yeah, my therapist just gave me the green light immediately because of I had already been doing the necessary steps. So you're basically saying good resources can change the game for anyone. Yep. Yeah, there, there are definitely ways to get around the systems in place for trans people because the systems in place for trans people are very archaic. Um, I, I can't think of too many other medical issues where you have to prove for a year to two years that you are who you say you are before they give you your medication. So, yeah, it's it's kind of a hellscape that's made to like make money and deter you from actually like transitioning. Mm -hmm. And that could be very problematic, like especially for like lower income trans people or like trans kids who become homeless because their parents kick them out because they're not living the way their parents want them to. Right. Same with like any form of like queer kid. Like there's a lot of 
uh, queer and trans people and non-binary people in poverty along with just like tons of like issues medically and all this stuff just because they don't have the proper resources, they don't have the proper support groups, they don't have the safety nets, they don't have the um, the people around them to support them. And that is one thing that also, to make the topic a bit heavy, um, leads to the percentage of suicide. But um, with the proper like systems in place, as far as like having people there who support you, having um, knowing like what to do and having the proper resources, um, and you know, it could check. It literally like stops that because I myself have was like teetering back and forth between that before I actually built a circle of people who were who were supportive of me. Okay. Okay. And that was like reaching out to people I've never reached out to, or even like um, talking to, less opening up to certain people, or even finding like a support group through Discord or whatever. Or just like searching the net for people to just talk to about myself. Um, at the end of the show, late ladies and gentlemen, we are definitely going to give some resources you can have in the wrap up session. But I want to switch gears again. Okay. And I want to talk because this is going on way longer. We're definitely going to have to split this up. But. <laughs> I want to talk about trans people in sports. That's okay. another um, hot topic. So, Che. Yes. We, just give us your opinions on just that topic in general. Because I, I know you got some opinions on it. About um, um, real quick for, for your listeners. Um, just kind of my credentials. So I taught Taekwondo full-time six, seven days a week for six years. Uh, I placed eighth in the world, world championships, 2015. I have two wow. state titles. I fought for the national fight championship um, in Muay Thai. So I'm definitely not like a UFC fighter. However, I have a significant amount of experience in a competitive sport and a combat sport at that, right? Mm -hmm. So the the big misconception is that trans women specifically have an advantage in sports. However, um, Kimar, do you do you follow fights? From time to time. Okay, can you think of uh, a heavyweight fighter that you admire? A heavyweight fighter that I admire. The admire is a loaded word there. I don't I mean, usually just like have... You, you uh, are a fan of or like to watch fight. Just a, just a big old boy. <laughs> hmm, I, I guess I go with Mike Mike Tyson. I mean, okay. recently he's been in headlines. So yeah, yeah, for sure. He's coming back. He looks great. Now, let me ask you a question. How do you think Mike would look if he decided to drop down to 145, 150 in fight? How do you think he would perform? 
Um, I don't think he'll be able to perform as well, being that he's exactly. so used to being in the heavyweight division and then he just drops. Right. To make so work out. For trans women, as we're born male, some of us, not all of us, but some of us have bigger frames. Like myself, I'm 5'11". I'm a bigger framed person. But when we start taking hormones, uh, part of our cocktails is a testosterone blocker. What happens when you block testosterone, your muscle atrophies. What happens when you have a larger frame and you don't have the supporting muscle, your uh, cardiovascular endurance goes down, your muscular endurance goes down. It's literally a, um, a performance inhibiting drug. So we don't have an advantage there. Um, the, I know we're running out of time, so I'll keep it short, but the, uh, the example is always Fallon Fox, the trans woman that was uh, fighting MMA. I was going to bring and, her up. I'm glad you did. <laughs> I mean, people always bring her up, and they never bring up how she lost her last two fights, and the last girl she lost to went on interview and said she wasn't physically stronger, and she wasn't more athletic. I didn't know that. It's been a while that, since I've followed the topic of Fallon. So again you just learned me something new i didn't know she lost the last two fights yeah she doesn't have like a dominant career at all wow yeah, I, it's that one thing where the news media blows things out of proportion we, she won that one fight where she like cracked the woman's uh eye socket bone or whatever and it's like you know like, I also used to practice and teach martial arts, but I also used to do a lot of, like, street fighting shit. So I... <laughs> no, I didn't know that. story yeah. in my past. But I don't mind about uh, Wow. <laughs> Essentially, um, what was I stating? Yeah, that's a regular-ass combat injury just that happens to anyone. Like... It, Bones are not as hard as you think they are. <laughs> like, and when you're putting up the same like tensile thing against each other, sometimes one gives, it happens. So well, it's not really like that big of a deal, TBH, but also with HRT in some aspects, like trans women specifically lose things like bone density as well along with the other stuff that Che mentioned. All right. So actually really, really, really great stuff you guys just said there. But we got to switch gears again. <laughs> and let's if a person wanted to be trans, what what is some advice you would give them? This is, so this question is worded weirdly. So I, what I think you're asking me is if a young person believes that they are trans, what is the advice that you would give? We uh, don't like want, it's not kind of a want thing. It's more yeah, of a, we, I don't think we want to be trans. This shit is hard. Yeah. Oh yes, I want everyone to hate me just for existing. No one wants that. <laughs> well, well, thank you for correcting me. I uh, um, definitely need that. I'll let you go first because you gave me advice because you've been at this game way longer than me. Okay. Um, so 
for trans people, one, it is scary for sure. So make sure you have uh, a support network, like make sure that the people that are the closest to you are going to be supportive. And if they're not going to be supportive, then they don't need to be that close to you. Um, yeah, and get a new family. For sure. <laughs> Second of all, if you're looking into transitioning, not trans people transition, but if you're looking into transitioning, know what the guidelines are for your state as far as transitioning. And if they are difficult, look into what's called informed consent. Informed consent is a medical practice where um, there, it's an understanding between you and your doctor that says, I'm going to give you the information as a doctor on what this drug does and what the side effects are. And you as the patient uh, sign off that you understand the information and you're okay with taking the risks and you're gonna take that drug. So informed consent gets past a lot of the guidelines in certain states. So where you can go see a doctor, the doctor will explain it to you and then just give you the medication rather than having to go through therapy and wait years and years for that. Um, also, um, look into their local support groups where you can meet other trans people and talk about your issues or just um, have moral emotional support, as well as there are a lot of online resources for support as well.